Hi, uh, welcome to those joining us today. I'm pleased to be joined by David Dickinson. David, how are you doing? How's things over in sunny Northern Ireland? It is sunny today. Um, so you've picked a good day. It, things are well. Um, Belfast City beginning to come back to life a little bit, getting ready for the various opening up of some restrictions in the next couple of weeks. So it certainly okay. feels like a city with a little bit more going on. So. What do you get to do by the end of March? We're, in, we're what we're kind of where are we in 19th of March. So what um, what do you well, then, get to do? What next stage? Yeah, well, next ones are well, schools are the ones that are opening up right now. Um, by first of April, churches, church gatherings. So certainly for us, a lot of that is is channeled now towards kind of that Easter weekend, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. But in certain terms of city centre, you're starting to see a few more offices with a few more people in them. So if traffic flow in and around the city was anything to go by, there's a few more people around these days. So cool. Cool. That's interesting. Well, uh, this will probably just be an audio file that people pick up on, so people will not be able to see how you have managed to shape your COVID haircut. Uh, yeah, it's not great. You've done you've done better than me. So uh, <laughs> if this does go out as a video, I want to apologise to everyone uh, that we are here, our hairy selves. So um, we've just been talking a little bit about. Well, having a year of lockdown, one way or another, year of restrictions, mm-hmm. and um, really thinking about how it's affected faith, but particularly, you know, talking to you as a as a, a church minister. What do you call yourself? A minister, pastor? What do? You, what? How do you term yourself? Leader. Leader. There you go. Leader. I I say of myself, I lead the team at Central, is what I would say, but that's mostly just because you know years of baggage as a pastor's kid. Uh, with issues around being called a pastor, minister, vicar, priest, whatever. But yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll see if we can get you all of those titles. We're kind of we'll perfect. That. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, so what? What are your reflect? What I don't know. What What have you? What have you learned hmm. in this period? Do you think you've? I mean, you guys. How long had you been? How long the church plant been in the building? Obviously, you've had the church plant for a while, but you've been in the building relatively short period of time. Yeah, so the church was planted in uh, very late 2016, but we've been in the building. Um, well, it'll 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 be uh, two years at Easter. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a funny year in terms of what we've learnt. Um, I find that there's been this huge focus and we we ourselves kind of did what we could um, to put a big focus on formation and individual formation, because I think the idea of the kind of corporate nature of the church has been a little bit, uh, that's been a little bit of a stretch as the year has gone on and and various platforms of, of being with one another. Um, I think as the year has gone on, I've been more and more wearisome. So certainly, you know, looking at, you know, tracking how people have engaged with your online content has been an interesting kind of journey. Um, So for me, you know, we tried to focus on the individual and I think I'm probably both astonished at at the, you know, the depth to which some people have went and also astonished at the the lack of depth to which lots of people have went, you know, In a year full of so much freedom, there's an incredible number of people that have basically done very little with it. Um, And equally, you know, there's an incredible number of people who have really grown in this year too. So I've kind of found it a very polarizing year in that sense, which has been interesting. I also think... How about you yourself, David? How would you say, because it's interesting you say that because 
when you say about people going deep, I'm thinking, yeah, I kind of feel conviction about using the wilderness as often as, as it's been used. Yeah. I even, I even shared a message on that back in May mm-hmm. and I kind of had a weird experience about feeling convicted by my own message. So yes. I'm definitely in the, I'm not impressed with my own depth stage. Yeah. How, how about yeah. you? See, I feel I've gone up and down, but how do you feel? I feel like this year, maybe just, you know, around my own circumstances in this year, some rhythms have been new rhythms for me. So practices of silence and solitude have been a big deal. And I have really uh, gained a lot from those in the last year. Um, started to implement, I suppose, a little bit more kind of classical approaches to my own spiritual formation. So things like prayer of examine, Lectio Divina. Um, and they've been really fruitful for me, particularly examine, I suppose, this year more than any year. You're going to have to break that down to us new churches. Examine, where you're not, you know, what, neo-monastic or whatever. You don't, you know, you, you don't have that Celtic kind of so thing. It sounds in there. like you've, you've got a couple of rashes that we need to deal with. Okay, well, to Lectio Divina is a little bit more complicated, but examine is really straightforward. So examine is an old um kind of monastic practice and it is essentially the practice whereby you know your prayer life or some section of your day normally the end of your day is prayed by kind of visualizing or walking your way through your day okay thinking about it as you woke in the morning and as you you know as you went about your day um and at the start that would be quite robotic as in you know i got up thank you lord for the food that's on the table you know there's heat in the house there's you know whatever but actually the more you develop the practice, the more your mind begins to recall and picture, you know, how the sun hit your face as you went out the door or the, you know, now you can hear birds singing now because of the season of the year, you know, and, and so that's one approach to prayer. And I have found that an incredibly life-giving thing in a season mm-hmm. where at times it's been very hard to know how to pray. Yeah. How do I pray into my day? How do I begin to tackle the big things of my world? And, and, yeah actually it starts with me and my own sense of gratitude and thanksgiving and engagement with the stuff that my eyes see and my senses feel and touch and taste and all of that so that's been a good thing uh lectio divina is the practice essentially of reading passages of scripture normally shorter um and kind of visualizing yourself in the passage so as you read you begin to put yourself in the shoes begin to try and see what you know, you know, John is saying as he writes or, you know, you know, maybe the psalmist or whoever. So approaching a well-known passage right. like, you know, the Lord's my shepherd and the 23rd Psalm, like beginning to see, you know, fields as you see them, still waters as they're by, the, by your side, pasture that is ahead of you and begin to try and put yourself in a way, the kind of line is to try and inhabit scripture with the view that scripture begins to inhabit you. Okay. And so for me, that it's been a process of trying to, to really learn those through this year. And those have been really fruitful for me. So yeah, in some ways impressed with some aspects, you know, self-impressed with some aspects of your own depth in other where, and you know, in other ways in your life, probably quite unimpressed with, you know, the degrees to which you find yourself vegetating in front of another Netflix box set. Um, so yeah, I was yeah, thinking I mean, about visualizing my day. If I was to close my eyes, I may see the end of the Netflix uh, logo <laughs> yeah. on my eyelids. <laughs> yeah, I can get that. I can get that. <laughs> no, but I, that's good. That's, and I like that thing. It's, and I know it's a book title, but it's the God of the small things kind of thing, isn't it? It's kind of recognizing those things. No, that's cool. And how about 
so that, that's a bit of a personal journey in that mm. sense but yeah and and that thing about personal individual faith we've been exploring with a number of the other speakers that kind of what what are you, what are we going to take out this time what what in that sense what's god's been doing mm-hmm. um i'm just interested in in how you i mean i know there's all the technical stuff about yeah. you know, we're going to do some streaming still and all that kind yeah. of thing but it seems the whole thing about community and relationship and that kind of thing it feels to be bubbling i wonder if, if that had been part of your reflection or not yeah very much so i suppose there's probably two folds uh, probably two sides to what i reflect on what the world looks like for us, you know, in the, in this world of, of kind of church leadership, I think the first definitely is, is a question around community and how we will be able to be together. I think there's going to be a relearning um, yeah. of that stuff yeah. because very necessarily, I mean, it's been done at a distance and that is in no way a reflection of, you know, even, you know, even Jesus call on the disciples that he chose 12, that they might be with him. You know, that the necessity of our proximity to one another is a huge part of what makes us the church of Jesus Christ. And so I think, yes, certainly there is a corporate piece on this. And I think that has a direction kind of piece to it. Like what, you know, where, where are we going? Because there's, there's two dangers. There's one that we just focus on. Oh, we're we're just back together again. And isn't it great? And we're just in the building again. The danger is we become a building centric people again, Uh having spent so long trying to talk about the importance of being, you know, the church scattered as much as the church gathered. So there's, there's a there's a danger there. Yeah. I also think there's a danger for many, you know, especially larger organizational churches that the, the call is just we just start everything back up again that we uh-huh. did before and actually not recognizing right. the moment that we're now in, the fresh challenges, the fresh opportunities and how we might meet those. So for me, there's a corporate thing. There's also all of the individual challenges, mental health, for example, being the big one that everyone identifies and how we we help followers of jesus process those in a new season so those are there and that is definitely something i see i think the other one is there's a real authenticity piece um in this in everything from you know our worship for example right. um, I, I personally as, as a church leader of a church that's that's young in terms of demographic um yeah. has really struggled with the kind of representation of church in this last year that's been really kind of shiny happy big production values all Uh of that stuff when you're just watching just about clinging on in your living room you know there's part of that that just does not relate it just it Uh just and i think there's a there's a there's a real heart cry i think and i sense from our church community for authenticity in this next window actually stripping it all away Uh uh-huh what is it that we long for? And there are yeah. some things that we long for, lifting Jesus' name together, the yeah. people of God, being in a room. And you know that feeling of being in a room where it's like electric and the Lord is here and people's lives are, are being oriented towards him. We're seeking his heart for the city and for people we love and know and all of that stuff. And actually, you know, realizing how much we've taken for granted in the years that have gone by, you know, actually, you know, right now an argument about worship styles feels so totally irrelevant. <laughs> I just want to worship with well, other believers. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's kind of like, so that's in there. So I think there's, there's a real authenticity piece in there for me personally and for what I'm getting back from, from some of our church, just really wanting to be 
you know, the, the people of God in the truest sense in this window, whatever that looks like, coming back to some sense of the heart of, of worship, the heart of mission, the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I think there's a real authenticity piece in this too, um, which we're kind of wrestling with in, in house. And actually, it's probably not interesting, but what we're planning to do after we come through the Easter season is to start uh, a walk through the book of Acts. Because okay. I think... Like, you know, that's our magnetic north in many ways is the direction of the church. That's yeah. the, yeah. this is who we are. Um, and for us, I think we're trying to, to kind of wrestle ourselves. Yeah, back. that's See, interesting. This is the picture. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting you should come to that because one of the first, I forget now actually if it was the first uh, recording we put up on the Pondering site, um, but it was certainly the first one I did with Paul Lloyd. He, he, was, he was talking about the reflection on the two wings of church, the church that gathered in the courts mm. of the temple and the church that went from home to home. And he he was saying he felt that it was like a bird with one wing that was overdeveloped and one that, that was mm. needing to be developed. And I think it's, inter- and it's interesting to come back to Acts. Yeah, excellent. Mm. Well, I hope we can come back and hear a little bit more of how that goes maybe we'll give some links on the site to to the teaching as it goes along but uh i know you're a busy man and uh and i need to leave you and let you get on with life yes. the university anything thank you for having your time with us if you are listening with us if you've managed to pick up this for the first time do check out the site uh, www.ponderings.org.uk and uh, if there's other things you're interested in what we're doing, have a look at um, www.faithaction.net. David, do you want to give a little link to your own stuff? Uh, you can get us at centralbelfast.org or any of our socials are just Central Belfast. And you if you are in the city, uh, for whatever reason, we would love to connect with you. There you go. An invitation. Not one we can give around our way. No one's open. So- <laughs> <laughs> good. Have a good one. Yes, anyway. into you. Right. Thanks, Dan.